Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to talk about developing countries and how they need to do more to combat climate change. The other day, I read an article in the New York Times called Rising Seas Will Erase More Cities by 2050, New Research Shows. Essentially, scientists have figured out more precise ways to map elevation of different parts of the world and therefore make more precise estimates of the impact of rising sea levels on different parts of these cities. And it shows the risk over the next 30 years for cities in Asia and North Africa, such as Shanghai, Mumbai, Bangkok, Ho Chi Minh City and Alexandria. High tide will flood most of these cities. In fact, southern Vietnam could all but disappear. The heart of Shanghai is at risk, and most of Mumbai, which lies at the end of a peninsula. It's a great shame. I've visited some of these cities. I've been to Shanghai. I've been to Mumbai several times. And it's a tragedy that these cities are facing the prospect of rising sea levels that will make great parts of them really uninhabitable. About a year ago, Bloomberg published an article, Miami will be underwater soon, its drinking water could go first. And the point of the article was that Miami gets its drinking water from aquifers underground that are shallow, that are very close to the surface. And the problem here is that as sea levels rise, ocean water will encroach into those aquifers and pollute them with salt water, making them unusable. It'd be better if sea levels weren't rising. There's no question about that. But as problems go, Miami's is not a big one. Miami will have to build desalination plants. They'll use local seawater combined with energy to produce clean drinking water. Their water supplies will be secure, but the cost of water will go up. It's just a money issue. They'll redirect resources towards dealing with one of the thousands of consequences of global climate change. But now let's return to those cities in the New York Times article because you'd think that their governments would be concerned. But it turns out that China is the world's biggest producer of greenhouse gases. There's a website called Climate Action Tracker that estimates that China's output of GHGs, greenhouse gases, will rise by a fifth over the next decade Climate Action Tracker estimates that India's will rise by almost half. Now, it's true the developing world needs higher living standards, which needs energy. And so the burden falls on rich countries to have the burden of lowering emissions. But you'd think that these countries that are less well set up to combat climate change, to deal with the consequences, would be doing more to reduce their emissions. To listen to Greta Thunberg, that high school dropout from Sweden, or to those nutty people at Extinction Rebellion, you'd think that America is the problem, even though America's emissions are flat over the last decade. Miami's on path to lose its drinking water, and China's the world's biggest source of CO2 emissions. In fact, China is the biggest reason why Miami is probably going to have to build desalination plants. 
None of the countries whose cities are threatened by rising sea levels, China, India, Vietnam, Thailand, and Egypt, have any plans to lower emissions, even though they're the source of emission growth, and they're less able to spend money on remediation than the rich world. They should be highly motivated to curb emissions, but they're not. Why aren't the climate extremists targeting these countries? Why aren't they going to where emissions are growing? Jane Fonda and Ted Danson were recently arrested protesting Save Our Oceans. I love Jane Fonda's work. She's 81, God bless her. In the last couple of years, we watched Grace and Frankie, which was a wonderful series. I don't agree with Jane Fonda on climate change. She's a big supporter of the Green New Deal, which is a knuckleheaded idea and will never be implemented. But she and Ted Danson are right about the oceans. They are polluted. China's Yangtze River pours around one and a half million tons of plastic into the Yellow Sea every year. It's estimated that the top 10 rivers that are polluting the oceans with plastic are all in Asia or Africa. And these top 10 rivers dump 93% of the trash that winds up in the oceans. The problem of polluted oceans isn't caused by America, but Jane Fonda, Ted Danson, and others are protesting in Washington, D.C. I hope they're outside the Chinese embassy. Returning to emissions, California is planning to slash emissions by 40% over the next decade. An incredible objective, while China's emissions are going to grow by a fifth. It'll take China just nine months of increasing emissions to offset a decade of California's reduced output. Asian countries don't seem to care, even though they're more exposed. In America, we're told to care, even though our emissions are flat, and we're better able to pay for the seawalls and the desalination plants that climate change will likely require. The climate protesters have it all wrong. They should sail to China. They should stand in downtown Shanghai, which may be flooded in 30 years, and they should make their case there. That's where the emissions are coming from. Developing countries need to do more to combat climate change than they are so far. Check out this Sunday's blog, where we'll have an update on quarterly earnings for the pipeline sector, including commentary on tall grass and their self-dealing side ladder. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lack.